Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It's 135 in Edmonton, 335 in the East. The Oilers and the Red Wings tonight, 5 30 p.m. Mountain Standard Time puck drop. Red Wings 0-7-1 in their last eight games. Royal Pizza celebrating 50 years in Edmonton, still making it great on now through the end of October. Royal Pizza offering the combo special. Your choice, a Greek or Caesar salad with garlic toast, two medium gourmet pizzas, and four anniversary cookies, all for just 50 bucks. Pick that up at any of the 14 Royal Pizza locations. All right. Edmonton and Detroit, Jeff Blaschel in conversation earlier today, and uh, his starting comments have to do with the Ken Holland. I mean, one, it just it doesn't take much to look at the points to know how elite they've been. I mean, they've been and the record that follows it. You know, like uh, you know, if you look at the, the their, their their group over there, they, they've had that top line really producing. Um, obviously, the second line has produced and some of that's on the power play with James Neal. But I think Nugent Hopkins an elite second line center probably doesn't get enough recognition. Like when he can be the second line center, he's an elite second line center. Um, you know, Neal's played well for them, um, and then and then they've had good goaltending and good structure to go along with that goaltending. But the top line carries them. I mean, that's just the reality of a lot of teams in this league and certainly is theirs. And, and you know, I've been impressed with the maturation process. The guy I've seen more uh, of firsthand probably is, is Dry Side. I've, I've watched, I got a chance to watch him a number of times in Worlds. I've, I've been around him on a regular basis. We've been in the same pod a couple times. I, I can't say enough about uh, his progress. I mean, he is an, he's become an elite, elite player in this league. And obviously, McDavid has been from day one. So now you get two elite players on one line. Um, It'll be a challenge. It's a challenge for every, anybody that faces him any night. Um, but I think we've got really good players too, and I think we've we've got a centerman that loves these matchups, and uh, I can't wait to watch it here tonight. I think it's awesome. I've got an unbelievable amount of respect for Ken Holland. Um, I think what, he, what his record uh, with the Detroit Red Wings speaks for itself. It's uh, remarkable, um, absolutely remarkable, and and I think uh, he's he's an, he probably even better than he's been as a GM. He's an even better man. Like he's a great person. So He's a great person, and, and um, I've, I've got, a, I believe, a great friendship with him, and I certainly have tons of respect for him. And, um, you know, I have a chance to chat with him in Edmonton, and I'll get a chance to chat with him today, and then, you know, our teams are going to go out and play each other. I would say, you know, my, my wife brought this to me a couple of years ago. Like, she says some people are smart and some people are wise. And there's a difference. Like, some people are intellectually really smart and some people are wise. They just see things as, as they unfold. They see things happen. They, they, they can understand different situations. Uh, he's both. Uh, he's, he's, he's very intellectually smart and he's very, very wise. And, you know, the number of times that I'd sit down with him after the next day, especially when the emotion's out of the game, and, and he would just see it exactly how it was. And, and he was a great 
great mentor that way. Could could yeah, was was great that way. Now the other thing that's made him great over time is uh, he's a he's a great person who's been loyal, who people want to work hard for. Like they want to work hard for him, whether it's players, coaches, uh, assistant managers. Everybody wants to. They want. They he's just got that ability um, to to get to, to get people to their best. And so you know he's uh, th- those would be two big things for me. That is Jeff Blaschel. He's the head coach of the Detroit Red Wings talking about Edmonton Oilers general manager Ken Holland. The Oilers and the Red Wings tonight. We'll hear from uh, Gaetan Haas probably around 148 today, but Gaetan Haas for today's game will be centering James Neal and Alex Chason. McDavid remains of Settle and Cassian. Nugent Hopkins of Jujar Kara and Sam Gagne. Uh, and then Riley Sheehan with Tomas Yurcho and... Patrick Russell. Uh, Nurse will continue to play with Bear, Clefbaum, and Russell. Manning with Benning. I actually got tweets from somebody suggesting to me that Brandon Manning has cost Edmonton Oilers hockey games. I cannot think of anything more ludicrous than that to this point. Um, I, I don't think he's had any negative impact on anything so far. I mean, the whole team, that was a team-wide failure against the Florida Panthers the other night. The Oilers will have to respond. To our Ashley Fine Floors text line, here we go. Honest Andy says, Bob, regarding your conversation on Kyler Yamamoto, in my opinion, says Andy, Yamamoto would have to be like 20 goals, 40 points after 30 games for me even to consider recalling him. It would be ridiculously indefensible for him not to get a look otherwise leave him where he is 25 points through 30 games absolutely no way he gets the call in my opinion says andy my response to that andy is it's tough like you know what sometimes it's tougher for guys to pick up um uh Sometimes it's it's tougher for guys to pick up points in the American Hockey League. It's less structured, not as good players either. So you know, I, and again for me, it's it's based it's it's based a lot on how he's playing. We're eight games into the season by my count. And I've talked to multiple sources in New York, which is not like I don't think Ken Holland's plans to bring him up. That's just one hundred percent put that out there. I don't think it's his plan to bring him up. For me, I'd have to consider it because through the first eight games, by my count, five of the eight games, he's been the best player. Again, doesn't make it right that that's my perspective. Uh, you can text us at, uh, this, this text seems to be directed a bit towards, uh, Brendan. He says, I think it's hilarious how Jeff Blaschel, Mike Babcock, and Ken Holland's voices, uh, where did this go? They all kind of sound the same. Uh, am I the only one that thinks this way? Well, certainly Blashill and Babcock, a lot of people think uh, uh, that's the case. A lot of people suggest this. Michael in Calgary says, Bob, I do understand your theory about afternoon games in the Western conferences, as the Oilers record shows. I also agree that it's no excuse. My big beef is based on being a fan. I brought this up with Reed and Rob's post-game show after the game against Florida, and they dismissed me. But as a fan in Calgary, it really bugs me that the game against Pittsburgh is on at 11.30 in the morning. I really think the league dropped the ball on scheduling that game. 
it should have been on prime time for us fans. If prime time isn't a thing, then why does Toronto always play in the prime time slot? It's uh, Crosby versus McDavid, and that's not primetime worthy? Then I don't know what is for Michael and Calgary. Well, you, Michael, you nailed it. The game Saturday. Yeah, Michael, you're seeing things through. The game Saturday is an afternoon game, 1 o'clock in the East. It's an 11 o'clock puck drop. Um, you know, it, it, but when it's in your position... When you're the host team in the Western Conference and you got Eastern Conference teams coming, like I put it this way, I it's been my experience. Trout looked, and the Oilers have not been a, a great team. But even when I did the Alberta Golden Bears, and they were really great teams, they would be at a disadvantage playing earlier games against Eastern teams. And when those same Eastern teams would come out west and they had to play in a late game, then the advantage shifted back to the West teams. I don't see why that would be such a way out there thing to say. Uh, Adam says, uh, Bob, regarding your comments and thoughts on YAML, I believe it's bang on. As for the other guy making his comments, he couldn't be more wrong. Well, that's the beauty of the situation. We don't always have to be right. Bob, what would it take to get Athens, you and Bertuzzi, JP and Nurse? Uh, well, I, I don't think you could get both out. I do think you might be able to get Athens, you. Uh, out of out of Detroit, I think he, I think just given the contractual issues that have occurred in the past, the problem is the contractual issues occurred when Ken Holland was the GM. But I believe there's something there. Okay, I believe there's something there. This text comes to us out of Calgary. This is a, an interesting text. I think it may have been in relation. Was this meant for this show? Uh, Brennan, you have to help me out here. I don't mean to disrespect Ryan's show. But was he talking about uh, equalization payments and things like that on his show today? Do you know? Uh, they had a political battle on, so it is wildly possible. All right, this text came, comes into us out of Calgary. Born and raised in Montreal, moved to Calgary in 1992, came from a construction family, and I'd like to say that the majority of Quebec workers will work under the table on nights and weekend. It's been like that for years and still is. Lived in Ontario, Saskatchewan, now here. Never experienced the under the table as much as Quebec. If you're trying to suggest to me that Quebec has a unique culture the way they do business, that does not surprise me or anybody that's you know that has ever been there. There's great things about the province of Quebec. But the one thing the province of Quebec knows how to... Put it this way. There's an old saying in life. You don't G-E-T unless you A-S-K. Okay? A-S-K. <laughs> you don't G-E-T unless you A-S-K. They know how to get it. And they have been for a while. That said, I love going to Montreal. The Canadians were my favorite team as a kid. Guy Lafleur was my favorite player of all time. Favorite non-oiler player. But it's a unique culture. One which they have uh, fervently been able to continue uh, to ensure moves forward. There you go. You can t and again... I, there's lots of things about Quebec that I like.
Most of it has to do with hockey. Again, you can text us at 630-630. Tweet us at Oilers now. Uh, another text coming in out of the YYC in Calgary. Bob, thank you for the show. Why not put Cassian on the first power play unit instead of Nugent Hopkins? Iron H shot on the left side, half boards, and a harder shot. And in case you need puck retrieval like the other night. Uh, so, And we've just lost the Texas here. But, uh, I, you know, you got the number one ranked power play in the NHL. It's 33.3%. Is this the time to be changing up the power play? They did change it up a little. Chase on got a look-see instead of Neal with one of the first power play units the other night in the game against the uh, Florida Panthers the other after. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Afternoon in the game against Florida. All right, we'll take a quick timeout. Come back, uh, get to this day in Oilers history, and hear from Gaetan Haas and Oilers now. Hi, this is Zach Cassian from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 6:30. Chet. 49 in Edmonton to this day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. Join Oilers now. Road trips coming up in Chicago and Florida in the second half of the season. Both packages include great game tickets. Call New West Travel or go online at newwesttravel.com. I remember this date well and this game well. Back in 2009, Bob, the Oilers build up a 4-0 lead and hang on to beat the Red Wings 6-5. Dustin Penner put up a goal and three assists. That was a season that Dustin Penner was a 30-30 guy and a plus player on a team that finished the year in not in very good shape, 2009-2010. It's funny because I know that there were some people that maybe were big supporters of Ryan Smith that personally resented Dustin Penner a bit. He actually outproduced during the time that Penner was here, the three and a half years that he was here, he outproduced Ryan Smith during that same period. So, and he didn't exactly knock it out of the park the first couple seasons when he was with Craig Matavish in 07, 08, and 08, 09. But Penner had a big year uh, in 2009, 2010. Got traded during the 10, 11 season for Colton Tubert and a number one pick that turned out to be Oscar Clefbaum. Pretty good trade by Steve Tamalini. All right, uh, let's get to it. Gaetan Haas tonight centering James Neal, who will remain on the Oilers' first power play unit, and Alex Chason and Haas uh, back in the lineup after a quick trip down to Bakersfield. Well, Gaetan, for you, uh, opportunity knocks here, eh? Get back up and uh, and maybe slightly different spot, maybe playing with some different players. Just a thought on the opportunity that's there for you tonight against Detroit. Yeah, good for me. Uh, now I have to show up and uh, show what I can. Uh, I got a great Great time in Baco. Uh, really nice, nice people there. Nice, nice team. Like good spirit. So it was perfect for me. A lot of ice time. So I get a little bit uh, confidence, more, more puck. And uh, yeah, uh, today a uh, new opportunity. And uh, just, just want to take it. And uh, yeah, try to do uh, my best game uh, 
like from the beginning of the season? You had some jump in the practice today. Like you were quick on box. You let a couple rippers go. Are you feeling a little bit uh, enthused, a little bit sparked uh, about this opportunity? Yeah, for sure. It uh, that's give it, give you a push. Uh, and that, right, like I say, I want to just do my best. Uh, try to play my game and don't uh, think too much. And uh, I think my strength is to to have the puck and make some plays. So right now, uh, so, so until now, it's that was not uh, maybe the best in the game. So now I try to to do it in practice too, so I can do it in a game too. How important was it to get the puck touches down in Bakersfield, get some additional playing time for you? It was good. Uh, right away when uh, when uh, Ken and, and Tip told me uh, you're gonna go down for a couple games and play more, I was I was not uh, disappointed. I was like take a positive, and I know like I, there is a good team down there, so uh, I was I was happy to go and that I got a little bit more ice time, so I can play a lot and have PP time, box by time. So that helped you to to play better too. If you if you play more than. Uh, I don't know, like five or ten minutes, maybe. So uh, it's it's helped you to to grow in your game, and uh, I think that was a positive save for me. Do you read anything in who your wingers are tonight? Couple veteran guys in uh, Chase on and James Neal. What do you mean? Uh, do, you, do you just what? What do you think about the guys you're playing with tonight? Oh, These guys are veteran guys. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, they're a great, great player. Uh, Neiler scored a lot this year, so uh, I think I have to try to 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 find him. And uh, for sure, Jason is a good player. He, he, he got a couple good years behind him. Uh, I think this year. The puck don't don't jump for him. Don't go in the net right now. But uh, I hope uh, we can uh, change that tonight. I don't want to. Alright, there you go. That is Gaetan Haas, who tonight again will center to start Alex Chason and Jim, James Neal. Full confession, okay? Like, I think that, uh, Kata Yamamoto, when the time comes, can play as a middle six forward. I'm not guaranteeing he's going to be a top six guy, but I think he'll play as a middle six guy and give the team some options. I think Joe Kim Nygaard is going to be able to play in the NHL. I don't know about Gaetan Haas yet. I, I, I don't know, like, there's something there with the player. Uh, it helps that he's a right shot, but I'm not 100% sold yet on Gaetan Haas. Uh, it'll be intriguing to see how Nugent Hopkins and Jujar Kara play together with Sam Gagne as well. And we'll have the game for you tonight, 5.30 Edmonton. The face-off show begins at 4 o'clock. Tomorrow on Oilers Now, Brian Lawton from the NHL Network former GM of the Tampa Bay Lightning. And we will also uh, have John Shannon, who is now going to be joining us every Wednesday. NHL insider John Shannon, uh, who uh, appears on the show on Mondays, but is also going to do a a second hit each uh, Wednesday on orders now. Off to a global news weather traffic update with... Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen and I, and I will rejoin you from Little Caesars Arena, 4 p.m. Edmonton time with Reed Wilkins, Rob Brown, Jack Michaels at a cast of thousands. So long, everybody. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.